0: Welcome to University College's podcast, I Do Declare, the podcast that offers unique academic and experiential insights from the people who put the major in exploration. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in. I'm joined today with somebody I've worked with before and somebody who works here on campus, Marilyn Moya. She's the Administrative Assistant in the Office for Hispanic Initiatives as part of Academic Affairs. Welcome, Marilyn. Thank you for coming in.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So let's get to it. Uh, Considering our audience is exploring majors, it's always helpful to know our guests' educational background. So what disciplines, Marilyn, did you earn your degrees in and what drew you to study those areas?
1: I was a business major with concentrations in marketing and international business. Mm -hmm. I was drawn to marketing because I love working with people and understanding consumer behavior. Um, international business was exciting to me because I wanted to learn more about business and
0: cultures around the world. Absolutely, so when you say um, consumer behavior, what, what about that was interesting? Because I think that's sort of a fascinating topic too.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I did work in advertising for a couple of years, um, but um, knowing a little bit about consumer behavior and what attracts people to certain products mm. or services, it really comes into play in my day-to-day life and in my current role.
0: It's fascinating to see what people get attracted to, and for what reasons. It is. Yeah. Okay. Also, tell us about what you do in the office you work in, the Office for Hispanic Initiatives.
1: Uh, Yes. So I'm currently an administrative assistant. Um, I work in the Office for Hispanic Initiatives. Um, This office was created after Montclair State became a designated HSI, Mm -hmm. which is a Hispanic-serving institution. Um, that means that our undergraduate population is made up of at least 25% who self-identify as Hispanic mm-hmm. or Latinx, depending on what you like to call yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, our office supports different initiatives on campus um, that speak to the Hispanic community here, regardless if it's students, staff, faculty, or the community at large sure. here.
0: absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the Hispanic Student College Institute. I was a part of that at one point as a presenter, fantastic energy, tremendous program. Uh, Yeah, what are your thoughts there?
1: Yes, I agree with you. Um, the biggest initiative that we do start planning for, actually, this time of the year, Okay, <laughs> um, I'm in it up to my eyeballs, okay. <laughs> is the Hispanic Student College Institute, HSCI, mm-hmm. which is the one you participated in, and the Pre-College Access Institute, which is PCAI. Um, there are two immersive summer programs that we have on campus for high school students that are rising juniors and seniors. And we get them prepared for the um, college admissions process. Mm-hmm. And we give them a taste of campus life because they get to stay on campus for two nights, Oh. which is really interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah. But they're not alone. They are paired with peer mentors that okay. are current students at Montclair State University.
0: What a fantastic idea that's come to fruition here on campus to help students sort of understand the culture of a college environment, what they could get involved in, in terms of education, but then sort of really immerse them, like you're saying, with the the overnight stay. Um, Can you think of any sort of feedback that students may have provided in regard to that experience?
1: Sure. They um, often tell us that they feel more prepared and not as daunted Mm -hmm. by the admissions process. Um, And even our parents. I had a parent last summer that told me, I don't know what you did to my son, but he (laughs) came back a man. Whoa! We dropped him off as a boy, and he came back a man ready to get his essay done. No joke. And it's funny because he lost his backpack on at while well, he was on campus, okay. and we found it and we returned it back to her. And he was stressed out because his work was in there, and mm-hmm. he was ready to start typing his college essay.
0: So a transformative experience for sure.
1: It definitely is. Yes. And then
0: I think too, some students who attend the um, the College Institute. They decided to come to Montclair because they had such a great experience so it's sort of a, a recruitment tool as well. That's correct. Okay, wonderful. So Marilyn, what do you love as well as find challenging about being an administrative assistant in the office for Hispanic initiatives?
1: What I love the most is I get to be more than just a typical administrative right. assistant. Um, I get to wear different hats. I get to be a project manager, an event planner, Now I'm a social media manager Mm. (laughs) and even a supervisor to our student workers. Um, The most challenging part of the role is juggling many projects at the same time, Mm -hmm. but that just comes with the territory. Um, The key for that, the key for me to stay ahead of the game is to stay organized and not forget the details.
0: Right. There's so much to... You know, you're hurting cats in some way. <laughs> All know, the th- time. There's so much to do. In terms of uh, the social media work that you do, what sort of platforms do you find that you get the most engagement with?
1: Um, it depends who we're targeting. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're targeting students, Instagram is definitely the way to go, mm-hmm. as Facebook is, seems to be fading out, but it seems to be attracting an older demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm part of that older demographic, so I speak Facebook, and I am learning to speak Instagram now, thanks to our student <laughs> staff.
0: Yeah, Facebook <laughs> is, uh, I think my generation ruined it. But that's fine. You know, these things come and go, but Instagram right. seems to be the uh, the flavor.
1: Definitely, yes. Okay.
0: Wonderful. So we all have wish lists at work, myself included. In your position, Marilyn, what, what, what's on your wish list?
1: I love this question. Thank you. <laughs> um, I would wish for another permanent staff member to be in our office. We're an office of two.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay.
1: So sometimes the workload gets to be a lot to juggle. Um, but we are blessed to have an amazing team of student workers and graduate assistants. Okay. Um but eventually they do graduate, so, you know, I'm always left wishing they could stay longer or even stay forever, but that's not the case. And then we have to start the process all over again in the fall when we get new students Absolutely. to come support.
0: So student employees, they're, I'm sure they're probably an invaluable resource to, to keep the office running smoothly, and we know across campus that tends to be they the case. They sure are. Absolutely.
1: And they keep me up to be... And they keep me up to pace with yeah. learning new tools like social media. Right. And if it wasn't my student workers, I really wouldn't be able to speak Instagram.
0: Yeah, I rely on our student workers too, just to sort of figure out what's going on. Roll ideas off them, see what's working, what's not. Absolutely.
1: Correct. I agree. Okay.
0: Uh, Marilyn, I noticed you highlighted founding chair Las Com- Comadres. Did I say that right? Okay. Sí, muy bien. Okay. Uh, the New Jersey chapter on your LinkedIn profile. Tell us about that organization.
1: Uh, Yes. Um, So in Hispanic cultures, a comadre is a special female bond that surpasses friendship. Um, It translates literally in Spanish as godmother. Una comadre or godfather would be un compadre. Okay. Um, But a comadre is a confidant and advisor. Um, The organization provides mentorship, friendship, and networking amongst Hispanic women across the United States. Um, during the pandemic while I was home, I mm-hmm. did launch the New Jersey chapter for Las Comadres Fantastic. in a virtual way. And we're still communicating virtually, but eventually we do want to connect in person and yeah. start to have more face-to-face time.
0: What was it like to launch something of that magnitude during COVID?
1: It was strange.
0: Yeah. Okay. very
1: strange but you know we've gotten used to this zoom way of living mm-hmm. and it was interesting because you know the covid season had us in a in a state of flux and sure. um it was it felt difficult and unnatural to connect via zoom and different online platforms but this made it more comfortable and you did feel connected mm. you
0: know, yeah just, I think we've all sort of gotten acclimated to that method of communication and contact but yeah there's nothing better than being face-to-face like you said maybe having some future meetings that way
1: correct okay
0: so now i i do suggest that you brag a little bit on this one if you're comfortable (laughs) but it looks like uh, you've had some recent honors so tell us about being inducted to tri-alpha the national honor society first gen and serving on the planning committee
1: yes um I began as a volunteer for the First Gen Initiatives Committee, mm-hmm. um, and we were the ones to put together the induction ceremony for Tri-Alpha and to just build the foundation for the student-led organization, which now we have an e-board and they're ready to take the realms mm. and move forward, but somebody had to start it. So that was our function in the committee. Mm-hmm. Um it gave me an opportunity to work with different people from the different offices on campus who I had never met or worked with, which was really unique. And then eventually, yes, I was inducted into Tri-Alpha. <laughs> um, it was a very proud moment for me and my family, as the first in my family, to attend college.
0: Absolutely. And I wondered, too, there, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, There wasn't there a news item through Montclair State University Communications as well? That's I-
1: correct, and the event was also recorded at the studio, Um, and um, thanks to the School of Communications and Media for presenting us that opportunity to have this recorded and on on record.
0: Nice plug there. Yes, (laughs) fantastic. Okay, so this podcast audience, Marilyn, as you know, is primarily pre-major freshmen and sophomores. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself as a freshman and or sophomore?
1: Yes. I would tell my younger self that it's okay not to know. Mm -hmm. This was something that really bothered me as a student because I didn't have a clear path of what what my major would be, what kind of line of work I could see myself in. Um, It's okay not to know what your major or career will be. Um, Some people know exactly where they want to go and they pursue it, and some of us don't, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, It doesn't mean you won't be successful or happy because it took me a long time. But I'm finally in a place where I love to be and I love serving my students. And it took a while to get here, but I figured it out. Mm -hmm. And you will, too.
0: I love that advice because I think it really rings true. You know, you don't have to know everything. And I think that's super important for pre-major students because oftentimes they may be thinking, look, I need to know all of this right now. Right. Decide, start taking classes, not waste time, not waste money, that sort of thing. But you're right. It takes a number of different events, people in our lives, experiences that we get involved in to sort of put us in a different direction possibly. So,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you.
0: Other thoughts on maybe your, your journey to where you are? Because I know you and I have worked together uh, in the past in terms of career services, and you were always – you were always bringing great information to the table, talking about uh, you know where your interests lie. Uh, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit, maybe about uh, career services and maybe the the benefits that some students might hear, might be able to take advantage of here.
1: Sure, career services uh, was invaluable to me, even as an alum. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, people think career services only services our students mm-hmm. that are currently here, but the connection stays beyond you know graduation dates and I was able to come back and work with you, fortunately, Mm -hmm. as an alum who was in the middle of a pivot at the time. Right. We're all used to this word pivot, and we know (laughs) how important it is, and I think that you constantly need to keep growing and learning. Um, Right now, I am considering graduate school, and I'm actually working on my application. Oh,
0: no kidding. Let's let's open up that for a second. (laughs) What are you thinking in terms of degree?
1: I'm thinking of pursuing an MA in higher education.
0: Come on, all the way.
1: this is where my home is going to be in higher ed. And hopefully I'll stay at Montclair Day as long as they'll have me. (laughs) (laughs) Me
0: too. (laughs) So interesting. Yes. So at this point, you're working on the essay?
1: I am. Okay. My personal statement.
0: Okay. Yes. I
1: have a very rough outline. But my sister's a writer, so she's going to be helping me.
0: And isn't that the key, though? And that's similar to what we talked about with career path and finding certain things. We need people in our corner.
1: Yes. So the whole
0: networking thing. And I know you're fairly well connected, given the work that you've done outside of Montclair State University with your organizational work, as well as on campus. If you would, maybe as a a final thought, uh, maybe some thoughts on networking and how that can be helpful to students here at Montclair. Sure.
1: Um, Networking needs to start before you graduate. That's my mm. biggest tip. Um, mm-hmm. I always advise my student workers to start getting their LinkedIn profiles ready mm. now, because they think it's it's a tool for professionals once they're established. Mm-hmm. And I say no, but you have to start building your networks now because you're building networks here right. already. You know who do you think is in your network? Your professors, your mm-hmm. peers. You know, the offices you work in, mm-hmm. you know, these are great resources because guess what? They know other people and they know people outside of Montclair State. Right. You know, so that's going to grow your network even better.
0: That's perfect advice because I think what you you hint at is the people that are, are first person connections like family members, right? sometimes faculty, staff, that sort of thing. It's often their connections beyond them that help us to, to grow this exponentially. And, hey, I know somebody who knows somebody who can help you with X. And I think that's, you know, the way to to sort of navigate much of what it is that we do professionally and personally.
1: Yes, you're so right.
0: Absolutely. Well, any final thoughts, Marilyn, before we finish up?
1: Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, my final thought is for our students to continue to learn, mm-hmm. continue growing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that may look like to you, you know, there is no time wasted when you're trying to figure out the future. You know, sometimes you have to figure things out as you go.
0: I think that's a huge point that sometimes is tough for folks to to digest. It's sometimes uncomfortable. It's Sometimes we have to be vulnerable. Sometimes we have to trust the process. And Yeah, that's not always comfortable given the circumstances. True.
1: I would say learn how to live in the gray.
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: Life is not black and white. Right. You have to live in the gray. And sometimes it, it is uncomfortable. I personally don't like living in the gray, but I've learned how to grow yeah. from the gray.
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to that one. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you, Marilyn, for thank coming on so today. Um, I'm sure I'll see you on campus, of course. And to the card students who have always done their, their excellent work with us, with mixing, edit, editing, and taking care of the podcast, and always to... Annabella Poland, thank you so much for having us here. We wish you all the best of luck.
1: Thanks. Thank you.